KYW Original Podcasts. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In Depth on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Tom Rickert. The White House says Philadelphia may be on the verge of becoming a coronavirus hotspot. Here's Vice President Mike Pence. An area of particular concern we were briefed on this morning is the city of Philadelphia. I spoke today to uh, Governor Tom Wolf, uh, and as we begin to see early uh, trend lines uh, in Philadelphia, I assured him that we were going to continue to flow resources and support to that community. But uh, our message to the people of the Philadelphia area is now more than ever practice the social distancing so that Philadelphia uh, and uh, uh, and to some extent even Pittsburgh do not have to endure what other communities before them have had to endure. Philadelphia Health Commissioner Dr. Tom Farley came on KYW News Radio this morning to talk about that. He's here talking to KYW's Brandon Brooks. Vice President Mike Pence says Philadelphia is an area of particular concern for coronavirus. And joining us live to talk about that and more this morning, Philadelphia Health Commissioner Dr. Tom Farley. Good morning, Dr. Farley. Do you agree that uh, that assessment that Philadelphia could become a hotspot? Well, Philadelphia has certainly been hit hard, like a lot of northeastern cities, uh, with New York City being the one that's hit hardest the most. Um, and we're concerned about the way this is going to go. Um, we've had some better news, I would say, in the past few days where Our case counts continue to rise, but they're not rising at the same rate that they were before. So I'm hopeful that things will be tailing off. Uh, I'm glad the White House is concerned. We need all the attention we can get here. How will we know if Philadelphia is becoming a hotspot? Is there any number that you would see? And also, at what point would we know that the curve in the other direction is really flattening? Uh, Well, you know, there was a nice curve in the Enquirer this morning that shows our uh, count on cases and count on deaths in It's not going straight up. It's curving somewhat to the right. And so that's a good sign. And that may be a sign that our social distancing is having an impact. Um, You know, right now we have uh, close to 5,000 total cases in the city. That's still plenty. Uh, Unfortunately, we've had 78 deaths. Uh, We're going to track those numbers every day. We'll track the daily numbers. If the daily numbers in each of those start to go down, uh, then we'll feel that we really have uh, had made a difference with the social distancing. Why do you think we haven't seen the infection rate that New York has? Is it just that we're a few weeks behind their level of infection uh, when we put the same pe- measures in place? We're a little bit behind, but I think more it's just that New York City is a much more crowded place than Philadelphia. I lived in both, both places, and, and when you're in New York City, everywhere you go, it's crowded. And so just more people are in contact with more people, so it's easier for the virus to really spread quickly. How can we really realistically expect... Uh, to lift some measures, some of the uh, the uh, social distancing measures, while preventing another spike when that time comes? Uh, well, that's going to be difficult. We're going to have to think hard about what measures might have the least likelihood of igniting another epidemic. Um, and then we're going to have to watch it really closely. And if we lift some measures and the, the virus starts to spread again, then we're going to have to reinstitute them. Now, the mayor's office has decided not to release any data on city workers, including police officers who have been tested and are quarantined or isolated. Do you think there's a public interest in having that data available? Uh, I don't think so, no. It's, you know, if it got to the point where the police force couldn't function, that's another story. Uh, but it's nowhere near that. We're able to maintain city services. And, you know, even uh, during these extraordinary times, people have a right to privacy and confidentiality. I think most of your listeners can appreciate that. They wouldn't want their information about the medical problems out there in the public. So I think the city's taking the right stance there. Dr. Farley, can we zoom in for a second? Are there any specific areas or neighborhoods that are seeing worse outbreaks than others? 
Well, you know, we have, we have a map on our website, and you can see the case rates by zip code. What mainly strikes me is that there is no specific pattern, that this is in every zip code, it's in every population. And so the message to people is that, that you should assume that it's right nearby and that anybody you come in contact with might be having the infection and not have the symptoms yet. So you need to be absolutely certain that you keep your distance from other people. And if you have to be close to other people because of the nature of your work, that you wear a mask. So the uh, testing site at Citizens Bank Park, that's going to be closing. How busy have the testing sites uh, throughout the city been, and which ones are the busiest? Um, I can't give you the numbers. I don't have them with me right now. But we're testing uh, about 1,000 Philadelphia residents every day. Uh, The Citizens Bank Park site is one of about 20 in the larger Philadelphia region. Uh, So, you know, we we certainly want testing to be more available, but there's a limit to how many test kits we have and limited laboratory capacity. So, you know, we feel like given those limits, we're doing the best we can as far as making it available across the city. You know, as far as the testing is concerned, what percentage of the tests that are being conducted are coming back positive? Um, We're somewhere between 25 and 30 percent now. Are you concerned about the rate of false negatives? Uh, you know, the test isn't perfect. Um, we haven't heard about a big problem with the current testing technology showing a lot of false negatives. Now, there are a number of new tests that are coming out that may give you a rapid answer, which we're very excited to put those in our hands. I've had heard concerns about false negatives on those, uh, and so we're going to have to see. You know, this uh, technology is changing very, very quickly. Do you have any idea when those uh, rapid tests might be uh, widely available in the city? Uh, I don't. I know we got a first pilot bunch um, in the city health department just in the last couple of days. We're going to test to see how well it performs in our laboratory. And then I don't know how uh, quickly the company can ramp up because we would certainly want many, many of those tests. And I'm sure every other city in the country does, too. Any last thoughts you can leave us with, Dr. Farley? Um, well, you know, the, the main message is that we're still, you know, this is an epidemic. This is a crisis. Um, there is some reason for hope with the slowing of the growth of the curve. It hasn't plateaued, but the, the growth is slowing. But this is not the time to let up on our recommendations. Keep your distance from other people. The virus is still out there plenty. And although most people get over this infection, it absolutely can be deadly. Dr. Farley, thanks much for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. And it's Philadelphia Health Commissioner Dr. Tom Farley. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. If you want to listen to more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area, or if you just want to know how the news that you see on TV or hear on the radio will affect you personally, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Just search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Tom Rickard, and we'll have another episode out soon. 